0: Welcome back to Takeus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Barbara McGinnis, and in this segment we're talking about financial exploitation, fraud, scams, especially those that target seniors.
1: And I'm Tim Takeus, and we have talked about financial exploitation and fraud in our previous segment, but what about other f- scams that law enforcement is seeing? So with us today... To talk about this topic is Sergeant Henry Particelli with the Madison Precinct Community Affairs. Welcome, Sergeant. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So what what types of scans are you and your team seeing in Middle Tennessee?
2: We're seeing so many different versions of what's going on, and some of it's been going on for a long time, but some of them are newer and more sophisticated than others. Um, I think uh, most of them these days are going over the telephone. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's just so easy to solicit over the phone. And unfortunately the, the no call list is kind of off off the you know, it's not doing its job like we mm-hmm. would have hoped it would. Um, my phone probably rings fifteen times a day from some number that I don't know. A lot of them are similar to mine, whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting calls where uh, folks are uh particularly with the elderly, they'll prey on the fact that um maybe they're lonely, maybe they need someone to talk to, they'll get engaged in conversation. And it's funny when you engage in conversation the things you can draw out of people uh... they'll call and tell them that um, they have a grandson or a grand granddaughter and went to florida for spring bake and they're incarcerated and they need bail money and mm-hmm. of course we all have that one child and they can go well oh, that's probably Johnny. That's probably Johnny. <laughs> so so they'll be like Johnny? Yeah, Johnny, that's uh-huh. who it is. And is. Right. They'll, they'll go ahead and talk about Johnny getting in a little bit of trouble and we need five hundred dollars and you mm-hmm. can just send it, go to Western Union or any other, you know not to single out any particular Type of industry, but basically, it's usually uh, they're asking them to wire or gift cards or things like that, and that's how they're going to get Johnny, little Johnny, out of trouble. Um, And uh, uh, so, it's Mm -hmm. just important to verify what's actually going on, call the family, talk to them, don't just give up money. Uh, unknowingly realizing that you're not giving it to the right person, or mm-hmm. yeah. well, for the right reason. Even um, you know,
1: even if you know it's probably Johnny, you might as well call Johnny's yeah, mother. Yeah, call Johnny mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Make yeah, sure you call there. Johnny or his mother. See <laughs> yeah. how
0: he's doing. Exactly, uh-huh. right. exactly.
2: There's so many of them like that, though, and um, they're just they, a lot of it is based on fear. Yeah. Um, they're they're you know going over. Uh, the IRS, you know, using that as a typical, you owe us money, we're going to come, or maybe you had a traffic violation several years ago, and now we're going to come after you. We have a warrant, a civil warrant after mm-hmm. you, or a criminal warrant, and they're trying to get you to spend money that way or send money that way. And mm-hmm. so it's just, um, if people are asking for money for something, um, mm-hmm. take your time and verify that it is something that you need to be doing. Um, they're not going to call you, IRS isn't going to call you and ask for money. Right. The police department, the fire department, they're not going to call you and ask you for a donation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we have, I get those calls, they'll say they're going to buy me better equipment. Uh, well, they're going to buy police better <laughs> equipment, I'll be like, well that's fantastic, I'm a police officer, I'd love and to then ask that's like yeah, funk. And uh-huh. yeah, that, that mm-hmm. call yeah. ends pretty quickly after that. So. Right.
0: And I think it's, a, a lot of us on cell phones, you know, if, if there's a number we don't recognize, especially if it's from out of state sure. or. Far away, you know. You go. I don't know anybody in right. you know, New Jersey and, or wherever. And yeah, and I'm not going to answer that. But, sure. but the ones that where they're calling from a similar number right. or a local number. Now yeah. those seem to be the ones that kind of hook people in. I think yeah. so. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it, it'll, it'll look a lot similar to your own number. Even. Right. I say maybe the same first three letter or three yes. numbers. Sorry, and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so you're thinking, oh, this must be a, a Verizon carrier or Sprint carrier, whoever your carrier is, but mm-hmm. thinking that it is local and the fact it isn't. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Is there anything more about that that we should there know? There is.
2: There is. There's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, technology is our best friend, but it's also our worst enemy in some cases yeah. and mm-hmm. looking at this situation, um, there's a lot of apps for telephones now. The smartphones are great, but you can actually, and it's not just apps, it's computers that they're using, but um, they can generate, I can make a phone call from any number in the United States and lead you to believe that that's who's calling you. So I can find the IRS phone number and call you and use their number. So your caller ID will show that it's the IRS, it's actually a legitimate number. Now, while I can make that phone call and trick you that way, I can't intercept their calls so the best way to get around that obviously is to you know, or if they're just even saying they're a family member or a friend or whatever they may call real quickly and say they, they're filling out a loan application they need the last four years social or whatever mm-hmm. the, whatever the case may be you get that information or whatever you, you get off the phone with them and call that number back because mm-hmm. i can't intercept those numbers i can only make the outgoing calls gotcha. so mm-hmm. you know, if you think it's something sounds fishy or whatever uh, it probably is number one, but mm-hmm. number two, yeah. call the number back and verify who you were talking to because it will go back to the proper person. It,
1: it sounds like the lesson here is: is if you, if you don't know the caller personally,
2: yeah, you don't recognize
1: them, yeah, don't recognize the voice, You know, don't you, you, you know ask for their number or sure. call that number back yeah.
2: and make an excuse if you have to. If you, don't, a lot of people don't want to be rude, and I get that. Mm-hmm. That's how I was raised right. too. But just tell them, hey, look, I've got to go,
1: but I'll call you back here in just a few minutes, and yeah. that'll pretty well get rid of the situation there. Right. Okay. Oh, So what about people that are living in, like say, uh, like seniors particularly, living in assisted livings or other facilities like that? Yeah. You know, are they vulnerable or how can they be targets?
2: They are, and there's a lot of different ways. Obviously, we've talked about the telephone. We know no matter where you are, you're usually going to have access to that. But one of the other areas may be uh, where a lot of these facilities are secured where, you know, there's only, you know, at a certain time of day the doors lock, things like that. Um, usually there's no door-to-door soliciting, but what will happen eventually is people will piggyback on their way in or they'll see a, f- they'll see a face when they're standing outside their building that <coughs> just makes up an excuse why they need to get in the building. So um, for their own security, we ask them, try not to just let anybody in that you don't know. Make sure that you can verify that they belong in your building, because once they get in, that's when they're going to start doing some door-knocking and they're going to try to prey on that face-to-face interaction and mm-hmm. they'll give whatever reason and sometimes they work in tandem. One person will be talking, distracting, and holding something up while the other person sneaks around them, gets into the apartment or whatever and, and starts oh looking no. around.
0: Looking for and I've, I've actually
2: personally known a neighbor uh, that that's happened to uh, and it's just disheartening to find out. And um, mm-hmm. She didn't know until they were gone that that happened yeah. um, and I, you know, thank God for that because obviously if she had and confronted them about it, it might have ended badly. So. Um, Just knowing that uh, Mm -hmm. on the front end, if you can help secure your residence where you live, be it a a assisted living complex or apartment or whatever the case may be, that's that's super important too. Mm -hmm. Wow,
0: are there more? Are there some people that are just more at risk than others?
2: You know, it's funny. um, I they're very convincing. Nowadays, so I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, obviously, someone's a little lonelier that, that they can engage them in conversation if they can. Um, they're friendly, and, and you don't want to use the word gullible because that's anybody can fall for it. We've yeah. had prominent business people call us about things that they felt like. I thought of the, you know the one with the the warrant out of town. Uh, Cheatham County had a traffic violation, mm-hmm. and they're saying there's a warrant out for my arrest, and I have to go down and pay. And mm-hmm. they want it, of course they want it said electronically or whatever, yeah. but. The reality is, I mean, it could happen to anyone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certain type of target, you know, is there a target that, that, that these scammers are looking for? No,
2: just the fast, quick cash or whatever. They're yeah. usually going to try to work quickly. Um, they're, they're again not wanting you to think about the decisions you're making. They're going to prey on your either your kindness uh-huh. or your just vulnerability, oh, um, yeah. and one or the other, uh, they're going to get you one way or the other. But Uh, Certainly, if they're asking you to send anything, again, electronically, or if they're asking you to buy gift cards, or um, again, that phone shouldn't ring. When the phone rings, people shouldn't be asking you for money. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. And you know, there um, I've heard stories, anybody can be taken in, right? Sure. But so, an older lady was in a uh, home improvement type store, like Mm -hmm. a Home Depot, Lowe's kind of place, and uh, she was working, on a project, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, this guy that's standing nearby hears her, and he starts telling her how he can help her and what he'll charge. Or, you know, and she winds up paying for a lot of this stuff up front and never sees this right. guy again, just because it was a nice guy. She needed help. She thought she was going to be helped, sure. and she gets, sure. you know, it's it's terrible, terrible that. If somebody says, if you start thinking, oh, it sounds too good to be true, right. well, it might really be, and, and, and right. back up and start thinking about hiring reputable. Exactly. I mean, not just reputable, but people that you can verify. I guess
1: because it sounds like to me is is it like what we were, when we were talking with with Amber from mm-hmm. the state of Tennessee mm-hmm. that. Prevention here is is the key. Because it really is. You're not going to get your money back. Yeah,
2: unfortunately most of these scams are not taking place domestically here in the United States. They're happening overseas or in another country somewhere and they're they're doing this and if you okay. listen closely you'll hear rumbling in the background okay. and that's the 30 other people sitting in the room scamming 29 other people or 30 other people. So uh, it's one of those deals where if you'll just take your time and understand that yeah, this is not something that we can uh, generally prosecute on but we want to know about it um, we want to know yeah. all the new ones if something does happen even if it sounds fishy and, and you got off the phone and you didn't give any money great let us know about it we'll do a report and we'll at least try to do some preliminary investigation
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, making yourself aware of mm-hmm. what kind of scams are going on in your community right. might be a good way to say mm, mm-hmm. start thinking about this a- could could be one. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and there are just
2: so many. They're mm-hmm. very creative. If these people actually put their mind to good work, there's mm-hmm. a, they could probably do incredible things. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they just prey on folks. Yeah. And
1: I wonder, do, I know you're in here for Metro Community Affairs. Yes. I mean, do you visit like assisted livings and give them? you know, give the residents and the yes. facilities tips, yeah, we what are you telling them?
2: We do. We'll go out and have this very same conversation about building security, about telephones, about just watching after one another. If somebody doesn't see right, seem right, then it probably isn't. And also about being cognizant of your surroundings when you're coming to an in and out of the building, mm-hmm. what's going on in the parking lots. You've got these beautiful glass windows. You can look out and see what's happening before you actually have to step out there. There's strength in numbers. Um, mm-hmm. If you are okay. working together, you know, walking together, at least to your vehicles, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, just to try to, your personal safety is so important, and that kind of all wraps around uh, all, all of that. I think it's so important and a good message. And then we do a lot of different things with Madison Precinct. We have a mobile prescription drug take back program where we'll go to the assisted living mm. communities oh, in Madison twice mm-hmm. a year and, and, pick and up. do a pickup. And okay. I know you're gonna be talking with 54 later, that's one of our stops usually in Madison that we'll, wow. we'll do so. Great.
0: Well, we've got his contact information.
1: Absolutely. Right. Let's yeah.
0: So um, yeah. I can't read that from here, but it's Metro Police Department in Nashville, 615 880 3547 would correct. be a good number to call. Yeah. Report your scams or even if you don't think even if you haven't been scammed, but you just think it's something fishy that you guys need to know about and put on your radar screen.
1: Get on the phone and call Sergeant Henry Particelli. Yes, sir. All right. For the Madison Precinct, it's so great. Well,
0: thank you for being here. Thanks, Uh, it's my pleasure. It's time for another break. And when we come back, we are gonna be talking some more about scams and we're gonna have some more special guests. So stay tuned.